Crystal Deal With It focuses on bridging the gap between where you're at now and where you'd like to be. We'll explore wisdom and techniques from a wide variety of domains and industries and apply them to your unique challenges. I love developing frameworks, processes, and storytelling metaphors that enable personal and business growth. Through actionable next steps, we'll build momentum and confidence. My goal is to help you clear roadblocks, do more with what you have, and realize the potential of yourself and your team. So throw your challenges my way and Chris will deal with it. Welcome to episode 30 of Chris will deal with it. What are you going to do now? First, an AI statement. All elements of this episode are products of the author, Chris Kreuter, made without any use of AI tools. Today's question. I just had my first annual review. My boss was critical of pretty much everything, my work, my attitude, and my future with the company. I like my job and would like to keep it, but I don't think there's anything I can do to change my boss's mind. What should I do now? Reversing someone's first impressions can be tough. I've been fortunate to be a part of many employee reviews. Some have been great experiences and mutual feedback and learning. Others have been even worse than what our asker experienced. For today's episode, I'm going to dispense my advice using water. Specifically, six metaphors involving water that should help give our asker some perspective with which to take their next steps. Metaphor one, water always finds its level. You had a bad review. It's not the end of the world. It's never easy hearing that you're not up to the task, but that doesn't have to define the rest of your career. Right now, your mind is sloshing around trying to figure out what to do next. Trust that it'll find its level again. Ride out the storm, trusting that the seas will calm, and then you'll be in a better position to navigate to a better destination. Remember, the sea is vast. Waves come and go, yet water always finds its level. Same with emotions. Feel the hurt, the sting of the words, and their implications, but don't react to them in the moment. No matter how brutal they are, let them wash over you. When the storm waters recede, then you can take calmer action. If you overreach in the moment, you run the risk of burning a bridge permanently, and there's little you can do to recover from that. I'm a firm believer that as long as you remain on the boat, you've got the ability to recover your position. That despite a bad first review, you can find a path to thriving. Were there any positives at all during your interview? What elements of your situation or theirs is keeping you in the current role? Use the answers to both of these questions as the start of a new foundation upon which to build a new reputation within the company. Metaphor number two, it's water under the bridge. It's important to reflect on your boss's position. They have their own mandates for performance and the responsibility to manage their team to the best of their ability. I know we'd all like a complete understanding of everything that goes into a manager's viewpoints and their decision making, but that's impossible. This also means their information about you is just as imperfect as your information about them. There is likely elements of the manager's review that are wrong. There is no way they could have perfect insight into your mindset, situation, or capabilities. The fact that our asker is even asking this question in the first place points to a desire to improve that their manager may not believe exists. And there's certainly some hard truths in their review, and it's up to you to focus on the key elements of that feedback that are going to turn the tide. As hard as it is feeling that you're not on their good graces, it's just as hard for most managers to have to give that kind of feedback. So try your best to make them feel as comfortable as possible with having said the hard things. Let the lingering resentment and anger go. Your manager is just doing their job. Even if they're doing it badly, recognize the review as part of their responsibility to try and get the best out of their department. 
Because if you can't let it go, like water under a bridge, there's not going to be any viable path towards improving your situation. So show your boss that you can take criticism, that the negative review means something to you, that you listened, and that you're focused on proving them wrong rather than hating them for pointing out flaws. That's an attitude that changes minds. Metaphor number three, the parable of the depths. Our asker feels like they're in deep water. With that comes added pressure and less visibility. Additional tools are needed to survive in the depths. Your focus is forcibly narrowed. The pressure, or resistance, magnifies exponentially. On top of this, our asker might feel like there's no shallow end to swim towards. There's no life preserver being thrown their way. That it's up to them to either sink or swim. This bad review is an opportunity to go down deep inside yourself. Assess what you've been doing, what you're made of, and what you're capable of. So much wisdom can be uncovered in those depths. So sink deeper if you're able, and you'll uncover insights that few take the time to attain. And to think deeply, we have to live deeply. You have to be willing to do the hard work in improving yourself first. Conversely, you could remain on the surface and in the shallows. It's vast and easier to see what might lie beyond the water. You have more options available to you. And you might have to stay on the surface here. Your reality might be that you're stuck on a boat that you need to keep afloat. Yachts can hold a lot of stuff, but they take up too much room. It's impossible for them to travel down into the depths. So assess what you would lose with this job, the risk to the well-being of yourself and those who rely on you. And those same elements might be causing stresses and or compromises that could be causing the very behaviors or mindsets or actions that contributed in part to your negative review. And when you do service from these journeys into the deep, you should be willing to jump into the deep end again and again. Now in German, there's an expression, ins kalte Wasser springen, or to jump in cold water. Make a big splash when you do, especially if you're trying to change perceptions quickly. The person who gets up on the tall diving board is the one that catches attention, while the people getting at the shallow end is just routine. The diving board does come with a lot more risk. And it's not to say the shallow end is bad. Both approaches are equally successful at getting into the pool, but our asker is in a position that they need to change perceptions, and likely quickly. The only way to do that is to make that big splash. And listen, even if your dive isn't a perfect 10, sometimes being willing to jump in at all sends an intended message. I'm going to go back to German for the fourth metaphor, mit allen Wassern gewaschen, which translates to washed with all the waters. The saying refers to someone who knows every trick in the book, Someone who's smart, crafty, shrewd, experienced, and streetwise. It takes a lot of experiences, both positive and negative, to become washed with all the waters. Recognize that you're probably earlier in your career. This won't be the last time you're criticized. Despite publishing this podcast, I still face lots of criticism. I'm an imperfect human too. But every criticism is an opportunity to learn. One more washing on a larger journey. You've learned not just what you're doing wrong, but also how others perceive of your attitude, actions, and abilities. Even if your boss were to be 100% off base with the entirety of their assessment, their perceptions are their reality. If you can figure out how they've come to their conclusions, you'll be that much smarter and shrewder in the future. So treat the washing of your first bad review like water off a duck's back. Learn from it, but don't let it settle on you so much that it sinks you. Metaphor number five, be like water. Water metaphors abound in the martial arts, and Bruce Lee popularized this one like no other. Be like water. The meaning here is to be formless, to not allow yourself to be trapped in a particular mindset. 
To be like water is to be capable of adapting to any situation. Water can't be broken. You can strike it and it flows around the strike. Likewise, you can flow around the impact of the words in your review and remain wholly intact. This doesn't mean water doesn't react. It just remains fluid, able to respond to strike after strike with no loss in resiliency. It finds its level again. And many dojos will want you to begin your training by emptying your cup or entering a flow state of beginner's mind. You never want to come into training with preconceived notions or assumptions of having everything figured out. So for our asker, is it possible to approach your job in a fresh new light, to empty your proverbial cup and pretend that you're just restarting your tenure from day one? And being like water also means understanding that we're all made of water, whether we realize it or not. No individual is inherently more valuable than you are. We're all made of similar molecules that get the same 24 hours in a day to work with. The container we find ourselves in might be different, but our capacity to be like the water within them doesn't vary. You can consider if you view your current container as half full or half empty, but don't stay within that form. Dump the cup out and flow onward. Metaphor number six. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And this metaphor refers to someone who you've tried to help through guidance and support, but continues to fail at helping themselves. And mistakes happen. People have bad days, weeks, months, even years. And personally, I can excuse a ton of mistakes. What I can excuse is someone who's failing to attempt to improve their situation, to try and improve their ability to avoid making similar mistakes again. There's fewer things more frustrating about managing people than investing time, energy, and care into people who don't want to help themselves. I should be clear here. I'm assuming our asker has both the means and capability to take direct action to improve their situation. There's a stark difference between wanting to help themselves and being unable to do so. Should there be elements that are restraining you from being able to help yourself, consider bringing those to your manager's attention. A few examples here could be a disability such as dyslexia, financial constraints, complex childcare arrangements, changes in health, and just plain old anxiety. There's likely a lot about you that your manager doesn't know, but managers can't react to problems they don't know about. Clarifying your own situation gives them greater context, a deeper insight into who you are. But this certainly comes with risks, perceived or otherwise. Is your manager going to appreciate you diving off that board into the deep end? If they do, that deeper understanding could open up more options for them and for you. It might also reveal knowledge or skills that are being underutilized within the organization. They may even be able to offer up assistance in navigating towards that better, brighter second review that you're looking for. And listen, people should be entitled to live their life on their terms. Not everyone is going to be as driven as their peers and or managers. Not everyone is ready to hear, or even wants to hear, the call to improve and change. Our asker is going to need to look themselves in the mirror and decide if and how they want to meet the challenge, if they're going to drink the water and let it fuel a better future. So to close out the episode with a quote, I really love this one from David Foster Wallace's famous 2005 speech, This is Water. It's from early in the speech and does miss a bit of earlier context, but it's a really nice reflection on some of the metaphors from today's episode. And in an article about water, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up one of Wallace's most famous works. I'm going to have a link to this speech in the show notes, so definitely check it out. The point here is that I think this is one part of what teaching me how to think is really supposed to mean. To be just a little less arrogant. To have just a little critical awareness about myself and my certainties. 
because a huge percentage of the stuff that I tend to be automatically certain of is, as it turns out, totally wrong and diluted. And with that, have a great day. If you feel that Chris dealt with it, I'd appreciate your support of the show by sharing it with someone who might benefit. Ratings on your favorite podcast player are also helpful in growing the audience. Visit chriscroyder.com for free downloadable PDFs with notes and resources from today's episode, sign up to the CDWI mailing list, or to send in your problems or requests for future shows. That's C-H-R-I-S-K-R-E-U-T-E-R.com, or use the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Chris Will Deal With It.